Lieutenant General Robert E. Hogaboom. As Marines, we must be bigger than that. Lieutenant General Robert E. Hogaboom was one of the Marine Corps' great thinkers. He entered the Marine Corps in 1925 and on active duty rose to three-star rank. He was the Chief of Staff of the 3rd Marine Division at Iwo Jima and commanded the 1st Marine Division in the Korean War. He is best remembered, however, for his visionary thinking that underpinned Marine Corps vertical envelopment, the extensive use of helicopters in support of land combat operations, and amphibious assault. This concept, after years of experimentation, ultimately led to the implementation of the Marine Air Ground Task Force, or MAGTAF, doctrine of today. In this excerpt from a 1970 interview conducted by Ben Frank of the History Division, General Hogaboom lays out an essential aspect and foundational belief upon which Marine Corps doctrine and esprit de corps rests. I don't know. I, 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 I have always avoided any uh, a jurisdictional uh, fight in the Marine Corps. It just seems to me that every Marine has got his job to do. And if he's, good, if he's a good Marine, he damn well will do his job at his very best. And whether you call a tank a supporting outfit or whether you call it a fighting outfit is, is, is fairly semantic as far as I'm concerned. Tanks, sure, tanks support the infantry. But still, a tank is a fighting outfit. It gets in there and he's got a certain job to do and it reports to the outfit it's supposed to and, uh, and, uh, and, and gets the job done. And gets the job done well. Now, uh, the same thing I feel is, is true of aviation. Uh, if we've got a battle to fight, uh, uh, we all uh, join in and, and, and fight that fight. Now, uh, I would like to get as an example of the way I feel, and uh, certainly my division command itself, when the question came after the Battle of Iwo Jima as to the award of unit citations. Uh, we were under pressure from headquarters Marine Corps to take the 3rd Marine Division and wake up and give special unit citations to uh, one battalion or another or one regiment or another. And in my response uh, to headquarters Marine Corps, I said that it was my sincere belief and I'm sure that I can express the sentiments of the commanding general of this division that the accomplishments of the 3rd Marine Division at Iwo Jima are not to be attributed to one or more single units, but rather to the teamwork of infantry, artillery, tanks, combat engineers, medical units, highly coordinated by superb staff working continuously supported by all the requisite service elements. And uh, this is the way the Marine Corps must be, that they hold that it is not uh, a battalion that, while a battalion may do extraordinarily well in the fight, but the battalion, if it's properly employed, has got to be supported by all of the weapons, by all of the elements. And uh, uh, and I hate to see us break down aviation into this concept of a, of a air marine corps and a, and a ground marine corps, or, a, or the ground marine corps being broken down into an artillery and an infantry and, a, and some other outfit. Uh, that, that uh, none of these are effective without the others. Each and every one of them must contribute. Uh, we went on to say in this letter, the very nature of the fighting on Iwo Jima, and I'm sure this is pretty much true of the fighting anywhere, required on the part of this division in order to achieve the success which it did and to accomplish the advances which were so vital to the overall success of the operation, the highest order of coordination of every element of the division ashore. 
This coordination was accomplished only through the detailed preparation of each attack and by throwing into each attack all available resources, all supporting arms and services. One elephant alone which contributed greatly to the ability of our infantry to advance was the volume and accuracy of the artillery fire of the 12th Marines in which the infantry had complete confidence. Day after day, at the point selected for the main effort, the infantry successfully followed this artillery fire at a distance of about 150 to 200 yards and so on. But that's the sort of room for I think we have to have. And, uh, it, and, and uh, what the hell difference does it make? Uh, I don't think you have to bring the labels like supporting whether an outfit is, is labeled a supporting unit. An infantry captain, in effect, is a supporting unit. It's supporting the whole effort. Uh, so this is, a, this is, I think this is a little a get down to the pity and the, and the stupid and the silly uh, to, for, for, the, for us to become involved. I got it, Marines, we got to be bigger than that. General Hogeboom lays bare the concept that makes the Marine Corps unique in comparison to other services. That is the idea that the most important aspect of service in the Marine Corps is being a Marine. The particular occupational specialty of each Marine is secondary. Most important is just to be a Marine. General Hogeboom emphasizes that each component of the Marine Corps is critical to success on the battlefield. The accomplishment of the mission is the highest goal, and as the general says, by doing their job well, all Marines support that cause. While Marines should rightfully be proud of their respective units and their historical accomplishments, there is a temptation to elevate one's unit or specialty in the Marine Corps as being more important than others. The Marine Corps is not a conglomeration of tribes. It is one tribe, the Marine tribe. Success comes by proficiency in one's specialty and an understanding of the role of each element and its integration with the whole. The question, therefore, is, are the elements of the MAGTAF allotted sufficient training time to learn to work smoothly together prior to a deployment? Is training realistic and focused on integrating the elements of a MAGTAF and developing that smooth working relationship? For further reading, read First to Fight by Victor H. Krulak, 21st Century Combined Arms in the Marine Corps Gazette, December 2016 by the Ellis Group, Esprit de Corps, in the Marine Corps Gazette, June 1949, by an anonymous author, and The Marine Corps Way of War by Anthony Piscatelli.